<laughs> what you doing, buddy? Okay. <laughs> His face was priceless. <laughs> I don't think he can hear us. No. <laughs> Justin? <laughs> Hello? Jackie. Hey. Up the wall. Uh, <laughs> hey, buddy. Okay. Okay. You can hear us? Good. Hey. Hey. Good Games Podcast. My name is James. I'm Leo. Oh, all right. Uh, welcome, guys. Here we are. Uh, here we are. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about Microsoft Flight Simulator 2020 and the top five places to go. Oh, is that your hand? I was trying to... He's giving I think the audience a high five. My camera oh. has like an autofocus thing in it. There it is. Now you're in focus. I see you now. I see you now. It's weird. Yeah. No, you're in focus now. You're good. You're good. Um. So yeah, Flight Simulator. What do you, What do you guys think of this this crazy game? Is okay. it even, okay? Wait, wait. wait you, 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 is it a game? Is this a game? Well, it's simulator. All right. Well, so. okay. So uh, there are not to say it's an exact kind of game but like there's I know you can play play I say like Google Earth on VR which mm. kind of accomplishes the same thing mm. um, there's other games like like uh, I think of like Space Engine where you kind of fly around the galaxy is that a game because it's really kind of like a it's simulating the universe essentially so I don't know it's if you think of those being a game, I, I think this could be enough of a game, considered. Yeah, I don't know. I was I was just being an asshole. Yeah, I, I think know. it's. Uh... But it but it's, there's a point. The, the interesting point to make is that a game that's a simulator is a little bit different, like because simulators inherently are simulating real life. You know, so there's like there's sort of a non-game element to that where you're trying to simulate reality to some degree. And that is, I mean, it's not like, like a, like a Ace Combat, isn't really mm-hmm. comparable to Microsoft Flight Simulator to me. Right, right, yeah, uh, yeah. I have to confess, like most of my playtime with this game <laughs> has just been like, um, fuck the airplane. I'm just gonna use the drone cam outside of the airplane. I'm not even gonna play the game. I just want to see. The like insane model of planet Earth that this game has constructed, like that is that's yeah, that is definitely the most interesting part about this game. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Simulator. for those who are not in the know, Microsoft Flight Simulator 2020 has a complete and full reconstruction of the entire planet Earth. So you can fly your airplane or don't fly your airplane. In my case, you can you know explore the Earth. Anywhere, literally anywhere you want to go uh, in the entire Earth, which is insane. Uh, absolutely insane. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I like in addition to that, um, I think the other big like talking point about this game is like how well, to me this is like one of the first like next gen games, right? Like this is like. Like you, 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 you watch footage of this game, and like for a second, you're like, "What is that real life? Like, is that is that real life?" 
Um, so like, one of the interesting things on that point that that the most interesting things I saw was that uh, there was a a reviewer I think for maybe for game. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that? yeah, he took he takes a selfie, you know, facing his monitor screen. And people think that he's actually on a flight somewhere you know, <laughs> in the plane. Well, yeah, well, because he he took the camera. He, 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 uh, he I think he was on like a seven thirty seven in the yeah. game and yeah. took the camera back into like where you would be, like into where the like ca- the, the, yeah. the passenger cabin is, right? Right, right. And put the camera back in the seat and faced the camera out the window of the airplane and took a selfie of himself in front of his right. computer monitor. Yeah. Uh, with the window looking out the airplane, and you couldn't tell. Like you, it literally looks real. It's it's crazy. The way that game, the the way the light, the way that game models the volumetric clouds, clouds. the way the lighting engine interacts with those clouds. Yeah, you cannot tell screenshot of clouds from picture of clouds in real life. Like yeah, there yeah. It, you the can't tell. Are you, perfect in this game. You yeah. cannot tell. Which is exactly why I cannot run this game. Um. Effectively. Oh, no. no. Uh, and that's the other thing I was going to say. This being like a big next-gen game, it is so... It is demanding. It is like resource-hungry and demanding in a way that I don't think I've ever seen another PC game ever do. Just, like, it... Yeah. My, my, it, my, my, my newborn son is less uh, resource-hungry and demanding than this game. <laughs> Yeah, this game wants your graphics card. This game wants your CPU. It wants all your RAM. It wants your, you know, your internet bandwidth. Like this thing wants everything, and it'll like use all of it. Like, it, it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, um, I don't have and, the privilege on my computer. Yeah, typical Microsoft. If you don't have a pretty decent rig, you're probably not even going to be able to run the game. Um, it, it, it is. Yeah, you you need a good rig to run this game, and and it shows. Like the game is visually oh, like holy shit. Gorgeous. Like the game looks crazy. So um, so the the interesting thing about this game is there's two interesting aspects of it. Like we said, there's there's the aircraft simulation, and one thing they did that's interesting is they kind of in this version in 2020, they've they've simplified that process if enough. If if you are not really interested in learning how to really fly a Cessna 140, whatever, uh, you can just go like simple flight controls, you know, and they, and they do a lot for you. But uh, if you really want to learn how to literally fly a plane in real life, you can do it by playing this game. And I actually found a story. There's multiple stories out there. But I even found a story where a guy had literally, the, his only experience was in Microsoft Flight Simulator, and then he bet a, another person that he could land a plane. Like, like if someone else takes him in the sky, gets him up there, he could take the controls and land the plane. And he <laughs> that's did a scary, it. That's a scary bet because if you win, you win the bet. If you lose, you're dead. <laughs> you lose your life, yeah. But, you know, but I was impressed. I was like, the ball's on this guy, man. And he actually went out there and did it. Wow. I mean, yeah, yeah. that's that's yeah. an impressive simulation. Of course, the other aspect being the simulation of the planet, like you said, which is like, I mean, I could find, like, I I flew in my city and could literally see my town. Like, it was like, it's crazy. I mean, yeah. Now, do you have, 
because I would you kind of live in a smaller town in North Carolina. I would be surprised if you have the like photogrammetry. Do you know it was it photogrammetry or was or or was it like AI modeled houses? Like, did your house look correct? Um, so because of my limitations graphically, I'm oh, running okay. I'm running this game on you know medium to low settings. So I don't know how to answer that question. From far away, it looks like it would be photographic telemetry. Like you could see the shape of my house. You could see the. Um, I don't have a pool, but like I went to like another house that has like a swimming pool in the back. You can see swimming. Like there's details like that that look like as if it's like satellite imagery. But then I landed on my street, and every house just looked like a like a mound of dirt with like <laughs> doors and walls painted on them. Uh, so I don't know if that was just kind of like you know graphic lim- graphical limitations. Okay, I like, okay. I feel like that was the one thing about the game is if you got too close to the ground, then you realize this isn't real. That, well, know, that's have to be yeah. Up in the air to like get that reality kind of feel. Gotcha. The game definitely looks the best in the air. Now, like the trade-offs, because Justin and I live in Tampa. Ta- most of Tampa has the photogrammetry, which means like the, basically what it is is they've taken like an army of drones, right? And the drones just go around photographing everything, and then they basically use. I think it's basically just trigonometry. And because the drone knows how tall it is, it knows it knows how high it's flying, and it can figure out the approximate height and shape of other buildings because it's just constantly taking pictures. And then it can use that to construct 3D models and then wrap the texture of the pictures that it took around those models. Okay, so, well, that's kind of like, what it looked like. Oh, okay, okay. So maybe you do have that, and that's yeah. that's that that is so wildly impressive because you get like accurate shaped buildings with accurate colors and textures the problem is like justin said when you get up close you're like "Ooh, what the hell is that yeah that's kind of what happened that looks a little little crusty well i mean to that point like we have we have like you said a small city ish but we have a really uh um it's very obviously pointed out that our we have a a skyline with a, a skyscraper that looks like a giant penis it's very it's a very oh nice penis shaped building it's 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 a dick nice. building it's what it is <laughs> it's the winston's tower winston salem so you can even find magnets if you go to your like little shops downtown we have a magnet on our fridge that says like welcome to winston salem we're always happy to see you like i mean it's that's it's part of our thing and sure enough and we have a small airport right by there and i took off from there and right there penis building you know and i was like I... there it is I've flown into that airport a couple times. I didn't notice the penis building. No, no, you no. have to point it out to me next. The airport I'm talking about is in our in our downtown in Winston-Salem. Like it oh. is like a tiny-ass airport. Only okay, like never mind, never mind, rich people with Cessnas fly out of there. That's yeah, where gotcha, I flew gotcha, out of. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, okay. Private yeah. airplanes. Although right now, due to COVID-19, there's a bunch of giant-ass like 747 whatever's parked along like the that airport because they're just not being oh, used. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Wasn't there also like a glitch in the game where I I saw watching some footage, there was a gigantic building in Australia. Yes. Yes. That was built. Like, yes, it it was like fucking 500 stories tall or something. It was ridiculous. uh, Yeah. They, I think they called it the obelisk. And I think (laughs) there might've been another one. Um, So basically what happens when it doesn't have that photogrammetry data 
is that it uses AI to try to it uses AI and it's looking at satellite pictures and it's trying to model cities and houses as close as it can based off this AI and it actually looks better when you get like down to the ground and get up real close because it's using pre-generated assets and pre-generated models yeah. so it can it can the models look really nice now the problem is and the reason that obelisk was generated is um, because the AI is also looking at I think like it's either, I don't know, street. It's looking at some uh, like user database of like businesses. API. Yeah, yeah. It's some API of like users can go in and like say like, okay, um, here's my building, here's my address, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And I'm guessing it's mostly for businesses. But what happened was there was a typo where it was supposed to be like, um, it was supposed to be like a. 20 story building and they turned it into like a 200 story building or like a 2000 story yeah, building was... because there's an extra zero or something that's funny and then like... so yeah there's just a huge obelisk in the middle of australia <laughs> apparently like in uh new york i saw a couple things where like the fields some fields just random fields were just being pasted with baseball fields on them i've noticed that yeah the ai the AI is is trying to recognize a lot of things, and I think when it's not photogrammetry, the AI is trying to recognize like common, th yeah. Like, so I think it's, these it's, like, these, dirt, like dirt, dirt patches, yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, uh, I got this. This is baseball. <laughs> well, you know, some kids are out there playing baseball. In the yeah, dirt. there's a baseball yeah. off of the middle of the interstate. Yeah, baseball field right there. <laughs> but I have noticed that there's like an insane amount of baseball yeah, fields. It's like out of control. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently like, Especially... New York's like really bad. It, it's America. They love everywhere. baseball. <laughs> <laughs> there's some baseball fields in there. But I think that yeah, that it's that happens in trying to bring back the pastime. That happens in baseball. big cities a lot in that game and especially the AI generated big cities cuz I went to um I went to uh, Japan and I know baseball's big in Japan. But I was just like flying around and I was like, what the fuck? Why are there like 18,000 baseball fields? Like, That's this funny. can't be right. Like comparing it to Google Earth, like this can't be. What? So one of the, one of the, my favorite uh, parts I think was actually during the tutorials. Um, it has you use the highway and it's a night flight. And it has you use the lights of the highway to help you navigate to the airport if you need to. Like, you know, obviously you have a navigation system and everything, but... Um, to the to the point where I was like, hey, that's interesting. Let me go. I got up on a uh, you know voice chat with uh, my buddy Matt, and I was like, I want to get to your house from Tampa. I take off from Tampa, and I just follow I four. You know, just go east and uh, you know past Plant City, and then get into uh, where, you're close to Orlando where he's at. And I was like, that's a, like you could literally follow highways and stuff. It's that. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Man. yeah. 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 Absolutely crazy. Have you guys tried to play on like the full expert mode where you have to do every little nit? Because I know everyone's played on easy mode and everyone's done the yeah. drone, but yeah, yeah, yeah. how deep? No, you get I into I've done a couple of I've did I did a few of the tutorials and then I learned enough to be like, all right, flying's kind of hard. Yeah, flying's hard. <laughs> cool. Yep. Well, I definitely pride myself on on trying to like learn as much as I can. So, fun fact. Uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator for Windows 98, maybe, was the first PC game that I ever played. Oh, all right. And there was like a guy, my dad's friend or something from work. We went over to his house, and then he just had like 
I mean, this is back in the day, the, the old IBM, you know, spring key keyboards and stuff. And he had like the rudder pedals and a yoke. Oh, shit. Yeah. And okay, like a so, big, yeah. thick ass manual for, you know, like all of the HUD control. So, like, I was like, this is cool. I wish I had this. And then he ended up getting like a new set of everything and gifted me all that old stuff. Oh, shit. Along with his old PC. That's awesome. So, so the first game I played on PC was diving into Flight Simulator. So because of that, I think like I was all about trying to learn like all the buttons, what they do, um, controlling the flaps myself, even like little things like I would kind of get into the role play of it and like turn on the cabin air, you know, or whatever. You know, this is your captain speaking. Uh, yeah, yeah it's a little, uh, this is Captain Liam, <laughs> Niner Niner, over. Right, right. Uh, so, yeah. A, uh, the, only, the only, okay, here's the one thing I, and I don't know if anybody else feels this way, but I, I always wish that Microsoft would just go like, let's let someone completely immerse themselves in the role play of the captain. Like, you've got the simulator, right? You've got yeah. this perfect, this cool ass simulator. But then it's like it's always just empty airplanes. You start right in the plane right away. Like I want to be a captain more than I want to fly an airplane. Going first, you're walking through the airport. You got bitches on your left and your right. <laughs> oh, we're going back to right. You hold it. You get your little wheelie thing with. The, they always have the suitcase, and then they have like a bag on top. You, know, you got your uniform. People are like asking to take photos of you as you're walking to their gate. You know, like that experience, and then. You go in and then like you look back and you have all these hundreds of people that you're responsible for their lives. Like even if you did like, you know, Madden style, like copy pasted the same people over and over. I don't know. I want to have that immersion of I'm responsible for the people in this thing. So when I okay, fuck up okay. this. So when I ram into the Golden Gate Bridge for no reason, <laughs> I at least I feel a little guilty about it. Martha know? dies. <laughs> right. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Like every game they've ever come out with, you never see passengers. You never have that experience. I don't know. If you're truly going back to that era that you're referencing, you need to do a shitload of cocaine too, because apparently a lot of pilots. <laughs> that's part of it. Back that back in the day, did a lot of cocaine. All right. But they drank a lot too. Yeah, I want to drink while I'm flying and have to like emergency land in the Hudson Bay or whatever. <laughs> what is that? I don't think that's what happened, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, you're. You're mixing mixing uh, the '80s with the when was that? Was that 20, 2005 or two thousand six? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I think that would be cool though to have like a kind of like a at least like some something where yeah you have passengers and you're supposed to based on your flying like you kind of get like a rating per passenger or if you want to make it even more fun is people fly on your airplane and then when they get off your airplane like multiplayer and then they oh. your flight yeah oh. well this That's guy a... tried to fucking kill me zero out of five stars yeah, yeah. there's something you. there there's something there man because like some people definitely want to play these simulators for that immersion and i feel like they're kind of left to sort of role play that that idea and i just throw a little bit in there to help us who want to get immersed into it a little bit yeah, gotcha. okay. come on microsoft right. listen to the people have you guys this is what tried the people want. Multiplayer. I haven't done any multiplayer. I've not. So actually, I've you know I've I've heard of multiplayer. I've seen some footage of multiplayer. Because I could barely run the game in single player, I was like, "There's no way I'm playing multiplayer." Yeah. But it is it is very interesting that that idea of like so like that one video I shared uh, recently. It's like you have all these people in one airport, 
chances are eight out of ten people are not going to know what the hell they're doing. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> like one guy was scooting around with no uh, uh, gear down. He had, like, no landing <laughs> gear. Like, somehow he was just kind of hovering over the runway. Yeah. I was trying to figure out how, how it how it handles multiplayer because it does it seems like just everyone is all on the same server on the same yeah. instance there's i i, I yeah there's like a there's like a grouping feature so you can have it set to where people can kind of join you in a group okay. um either that or if you turn on like the everyone multiplayer one thing i notice is like people kind of fade in and out so it seems to like maybe it regulates how many people Phasing. are like in an yeah. area with you so it's yeah. not so network demanding if like 10 million people are flying around. So like uh, one of the streams I was watching, like, yeah, people would fly around and all of a sudden you just see the plane disappear. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's just it balancing like uh, latency and bandwidth and stuff to how many players are on. So it doesn't like, yeah, it doesn't kill your Internet. One of the interesting things about that, too, though, is that like even when you're playing single player, you're kind of playing multiplayer, too. Right. As long as you have that. There's like this, that one feature enabled where you're like live yeah, yeah, when yeah, you start yeah. your flight. So I did I did do that, and I was out in the middle of nowhere trying to see the Grand Canyon, and uh, which really just looked like a bunch of it just looked like red rocks with a, kind of a kind of a part of it that was a canyon. I don't know. What, it was that. That's the Grand Canyon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then like you can see in your navigation like another plane, you know, and it was like yeah. flying towards me, and I was flying. To, I, at different elevations, I imagine, yeah. but I was like looking around for it. I was like, "Oh, can I see another player?" You know. Uh, well, the other crazy thing is, in addition to all the multiplayer, it has live air traffic, so you can follow like the yeah. flight path of like real live right now fucking planes. And that's what made me wonder how the multiplayer works, because it seems like airports would just be constantly congested between the real life flights and all the multiplayer like how is there not like 50 planes all trying to take off off the same runway at the same time so yeah maybe when you're trying to when you're in an airport on a runway maybe that's just instance to just you or i don't know maybe yeah it's uh it's pretty fucking crazy it's a pretty crazy. i i I think it's a very impressive technical feat oh my jesus yeah you know It's this just is the most, really, I, I cannot. This is the most technically impressive game I've ever played. I, and, and I and I, I think it's it's going to be the benchmark for a lot of um, yes PC builders yes. <laughs> for a while. No, I've well, I've heard it's convinced me to to try to do an upgrade. Yeah, I'm still on my old AMD Phenom two quad oh, core boy. processor. Yeah, it's hey, it's been trucking. It's been it's yeah. been get me through life, but yeah, yeah. if I want to play flight simulator. Uh yeah, you you're gonna if need I an upgrade. Kill this CPU. Let's see what happens if I download it now. What happens? If <laughs> melt. Um, it'll melt. Yes. <laughs> I need to get yeah, it out I've, of the motherboard anyway. So I mean, I've heard a lot of hardware enthusiasts saying like this is like the new crisis because right. like for a long time crisis was like the benchmark for or the benchmark game for like how well does your computer run crisis? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, and I will definitely be upgrading, you know, sometime soon, and go back to this game, and we're running at ultra settings all the way through, and see what it looks like. Good fucking luck. <laughs> I feel like that's when you just teleport to another dimension. That just becomes your reality when you launch that game in ultra mode. You just yeah. you go into the game, like Jumanji style. Like everything just changes around you, like. Oh. <laughs> 
like the Matrix. Yeah, just plug and in. That, that's the next thing. I, I'm I'm a little disappointed that this doesn't already have VR support. Um, yeah, that's a good yeah, point. That's that's interesting. Yeah, because this is the perfect game for VR. But I yeah. I can also kind of see why they didn't ship it with VR because like whose computer is going to be able to run yeah. this in yeah. VR? Like yeah, you, nice. you need <laughs> you need a crazy computer to just run it normally, like with you know a right. decent frame rate with like. I don't know. I can I like my computer right now barely can run this 60 FPS with just 1080p, like barely. Uh, so yeah, it would be even more resource hungry in VR. You know what else I was surprised about? Surprised that Microsoft didn't really like emphasize Bing anywhere. Like I feel like this is their chance to yeah. be like, hey, see guys, yeah. Bing Bing did all this. You know, Bing is cool and like <laughs> just try to convince people. And I was sort of convincing people yeah maybe <laughs> maybe i was sort of surprised that like they recreated the entire planet earth and the application for that was a flight simulator like <laughs> right. it seems like there's so many other insane like holy shit like you can travel to anywhere you can look at any thing i like uh, well no, okay so so know. that so i i think in retrospect i wouldn't be surprised if we saw like um you know fly anywhere light or whatever, which was just like maybe like a phone app that kind of or something like I don't know something where they just give you a light version of this experience because because what's blown up about this game, especially during this time, as of this recording, is we are still anywhere, yeah. is, we are still trapped in our homes, yeah. you know, unless yeah. you forego safety concerns, yeah. and people aren't traveling out to these you know wonderful places that they you know. I saw a meme today that was like, you know, please stay in touch with your friends who love to travel you know they're they're not doing okay and there's like a close-up shot and it looks like they're looking at a, a airplane window but then instead it's actually a toilet bowl and they just opened it up <laughs> and it's just a circle of toilet bowl you know like people who love to travel they're stuck in their homes right now and this game came out the perfect time if you have a pc that can run it but yeah. to your point Microsoft has an opportunity here to really sell this as like the next Pokemon Go level popularity. This is the time to, yeah. Because right now, thing. we want to travel, man. This, I'll go to France right now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of that, I think that's a good segue. Uh, let's segue into our top five here. What are the top five best places to visit in Microsoft Flight Simulator? Yeah. Uh, all right, hang on. Let me pull up my list here. I, I can't even remember what I wrote down. All right, I, I'll start off with my uh, my number five was um, theme parks, which are uh, if you live in the state of Florida, some of them are open right now. You can technically go there. I don't know if that's a good idea or not, but uh, hey, you can visit a theme park in Microsoft Flight Simulator. Now, me myself, I'm. My wife loves theme parks. I can take or leave theme parks. The really interesting thing to me with this was because when when you're in a, when you're in theme parks and specifically like Disney and Universal, they do re, they do a really great job of making sure when you're inside the park, you cannot see outside the park, and when you're outside the park, you cannot see inside the park, right? So it's a lot of like high walls and the way they've constructed their buildings like they don't want you to be able to like see outside like you know when you're in the park you're in the illusion yeah yeah 
Yeah. So like the top so, of the cup ball and the top of the castle. Yeah, it was crazy to see like in um, Flight Simulator, uh, like just like the way some of bird's those places. Eye view. Bird's eye view. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so being being able to navigate that in 3D. Isn't Disney like restricted flying space too? Like planes and yeah. stuff are not yeah, allowed yeah. to fly over it. Yeah, yeah. So now yeah, you can fly your plane point. over Disney. Yeah, you like, crash your plane into Disney. <laughs> Meet the corporation. Fight the man. <laughs> the also the, the other crazy thing is like you can see how a couple like specifically uh, Disney's Magic Kingdom has like boxed themselves into a corner because there's like no fucking way to expand that park without they would have to like demolish like a parking lot or like fill in like a water I, like, there's yeah. no but way do they even do, do they even have to expand magic no I, probably oh, not I, I, it was just interesting to me to see like oh hey they're they can't make they can't this yeah physically can't. this is what you get yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's interesting i never thought i haven't thought about doing that there's a couple things like like that where like i don't think about it right away but then when you say it i'm like oh that would be fun let me go try yeah. that so that was, that was my number five um i don't know that I have five exactly, but I have a, oh, okay. def- definitely a handful to, to contribute to the overall list. Uh, the first one I'd like to mention is I, I actually learned of this not through Flight Simulator, but through a random YouTube video of a guy saying that he went to Google and found like was trying to search for the most unvisited or non-visited, least visited um, place in the world, and he wanted to go there. And then it ended up being like this island uh off the uh i don't know exactly where it is but it's called the tau tau vow islands is that am i saying that right okay i think it's that um the airport code is fun f-u-n oh okay and then it's literally like an island that when you're when you're they're called the funafuti it's called the funafuti national airport in the tuvau tuvau islands Okay. If you're standing on one side of the island, you can see the other side of the island. It's like a tiny oh, island, okay, but with an international airport. Yeah, with an airport? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's okay. super cool. Um, and I just thought it was really interesting because, like, it's such a tiny island, and it's like, so he was saying that um, when the airport, like, when people aren't landing at that airport and stuff, they use it as, like, a soccer field, like, all the kids in the, the entire population of the island go there and play soccer because that's, that's like awesome. the largest they large like massive space every six months you're right right so this is very interesting to me that like it you can go right now in flight simulator and visit the most the least visited place in the world but the most fun island right <laughs> so that's um, the, the fun the fun of airport in <laughs> i like that its island. name changes every time I don't know what the hell it's called, but it's fun. Um, I haven't had much of a privilege, obviously, playing the game itself. Um, but if I were to have a number five, I would put seeing New York and being being able to fly around New York, like actually. Kind uh, that's of on my list too. Build. Yeah, like because yeah. obviously in New yeah. York the planes have to go pretty high up, so you can see the city. But like to be able to fly a plane kind of low and see the city is actually kind of cool. It's it's it, and really that goes for any like major city. Like you can go to San Fran and do that. You can hell you can do it in Tampa here. But like New York is pretty cool to see that. Uh yeah. you know, see like Central Park and all the buildings and all that. That'd be my number 5. 
Yeah, I had that. That was my number three was just big cities. And then specifically I had New York because it's like New York is such like a vertical city. Yeah. But then I also I flew my plane through Tokyo, which like Tokyo is forever. It's just there's just city forever and ever and ever. Like it just sprawls on forever. Like yeah, I cannot. Forever. It's there is it, no like when you left. Yeah, when you get in there and you're like, like, uh, when you get your plane into Tokyo, like into the heart of Tokyo, you just look, you, you, you know, you're flying at a decent altitude and all you can see is just city in all directions. And you're like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, that's, it's fucking insane. Uh, yeah. Nuts, yeah. So big cities. I have that. That was my number three, actually. Yeah. Uh, my, my number four, uh, I'll just throw it out. The, my number four was the obelisk. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I would say like in flight simulator, try to visit all the anomalies before they patch them. Yeah, I yeah. think they already patched the one in Australia. Uh, oh. All right. So, uh, is there any other ones we want to throw out here? Oh yeah. Um, I'd like to throw down the um, London area. Okay. I yeah. Guess. London. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing about it was like. London has so many iconic just, yep. you know, things that, mm-hmm. like, I that was the first place I went. I was like, if I could just think of one place, I'd like to see all the iconic things that would be London and see if everything is in the game. And everything is in the game exactly where it would be in real life. And I know that because I've been there. Like, I went to London Eye and Big Ben mm-hmm. and the freaking MI6 building that looks like kind of weird, you know? Like, it's all there. And I, and like that was that was pretty fun. So I just fly, flying through around in London at a low altitude. <laughs> the one thing that I, I at at least at launch I know was wrong with London because a lot of people reported on this was Buckingham Palace, uh, because parts yes. of London parts of London are AI generated. Uh, the AI for Buckingham Palace just put like a normal ass apartment building. Queen went down a bit. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, Buckingham Palace apartment building, whatever. Yeah, whatever. That's great. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I would say another good one would be like just, well, personally here in Florida, just kind of flying over the East Coast. Mm. Being someone who's from the East Coast of Florida, yeah, it's, it's nice just to kind of like take like a plane and kind of fly a little bit low and just like look at all the beaches and everything that kind of goes along coast there you know what's insane like flying over florida there's so much water in florida like it's yeah. just it's we're, just yeah. water we're supposed to be a swamp we're not supposed I, to be yeah <laughs> we are like we, we are like when you get the plane up that high you're like oh that's water that's water oh there's a big lake there like there's just so much water in florida it's yeah, crazy it's like, there's like tiny little rivers going everywhere and then there's giant lakes and lake 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 and then a river river, river. Yeah, yeah. and then like yeah from a distance yeah. it looks like it looks like patches of land, like almost like they're all yeah. a bunch of tiny yes. islands, because that's what it is. Yes. We're just a, yes. we're a fucking swamp. That's yeah. what Florida is: patches of land over, over yeah, water. Really? No. When you get your plane up at a high altitude, it looks like God took a machine gun and just shot a whole bunch of holes in Florida. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why Florida is going to end up sinking one day. You know? uh, yeah. yeah. It's probably going to be soon. You guys got to start moving up. All right. Uh, one, one of the ones I had is I, uh, I flew out 
it's okay. So you have your AI modeled cities. You have your photogrammetry cities. Now, some cities like London, uh, like Cairo in Egypt, uh, like France has like the Eiffel Tower. Um, some cities have like handcrafted areas. So like the pyramids in Cairo are handcrafted. The Eiffel Tower is handcrafted. So you have some models that are handcrafted. I am going to uh, endorse uh, going to uh, Rio de Janeiro and visiting what the oh. internet calls T-posing Jesus. T-posing Jesus. Yes, the statue of Christ the Redeemer in Rio. Yeah. The internet yeah. just calls that T-posing Jesus. Which is, That's hilarious. Which is not wrong. They're mean, not wrong. They're not wrong. <laughs> That's accurate. If you needed Jesus. a model of Jesus... With an exact T pose, I mean that's that's what you would use. That's funny. But that, yeah, I, that's that's funny because like that's always that's such an iconic thing to like you know if you ever got to see that in, you know in real life would be huge and hey you can go see it now in a simulator. That's T posing Jesus. T posing Jesus. <laughs> cool. Oh, that's good. All um, right, the last the last one I have. Oh, did you have one, Leo? No, I was just curious. I didn't really have this on my list. I don't have anything else to think of. But can you see like the Great Wall? The Great Wall of China? Oh, I would assume so. I haven't actually been to China, but I would assume so. No one can go to China. No one's actually tried. <laughs> it's just blacked out. You fly your plane <laughs> over there. It's like, a black rectangle. It's pixelated. Uh, <laughs> They're always, it's always it's pixelated. Like, yeah, it's like the Great Wall, but it's all domed off. Like you just <laughs> Yeah. That's funny. Now, the last one I have on your li my list, uh, which is like the most obvious one, and it's the first one that anyone will do, is just go visit your house. Because yeah. yeah. you're like, ah, that's awesome. There's my house in a video yeah. game. Uh, and the crazy thing, like I said, uh, Tampa, we have the photogrammetry. So, like, my house is, like, accurately modeled. Uh, because, like, um, the way my house has, like, three... Okay, so I have, like, a main unit of my house. Then I have, like, my, a patio that separates the house from like my garage and this game room where I'm recording this podcast. So there's like three different discrete models and um, the photogram, it, like, yeah, it had, my house is like discrete. All of it looks correct, which is like mind blowing. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's like they didn't just superimpose a farmhouse or something where your house. Yeah, is exactly. Exactly. No, it, my house is modeled correctly. Now when you move the camera in too close, it looks really crusty, but I mean the modeling, the modeling's all correct. That's cool, man. That's yeah. definitely cool. So it was kind of difficult, um, in North Carolina, at least in my area. Um, like I, I did what you said in Florida and I went to like my old house in Florida, went to Matt's place. Like, I was like, Oh cool. Like so accurate. Awesome. Uh, but Florida is relatively flat and swampy, like you said. You go to North Carolina, I take off, and there's just I see the I see the downtown, I see the penis penis building, and then beyond that, just fucking trees, just trees for miles and miles, and I couldn't see streets, I couldn't see, you know, and I often think that when I'm driving around here, like I'm like we got a lot of fucking trees around here, but wasn't until I was in the air trying to find my house that I was I just gave up. I was like. Look, I can't tell where anything is. I'm yeah, screw it. Florida has water and the Carolinas have trees. So it's full of trees. No, I remember whenever um we did uh trips for um U the USF band is uh just driving on the highway. Yeah, it's all trees. And then you go like, Oh look, there's a building. Oh wait, no, it's just a, an abandoned factory. Okay. Well, there's trees. Okay. There's just yeah, trees. Yeah. 
Like, so from up so in the air, it co- they cover the highways. Like you can't see anything. Like Florida, I'm here. Like here, I'm used to like after like a couple miles, you find some kind of civilization. But like I feel like in North Carolina, <laughs> you drive and yeah. you drive and you drive and you drive, and there's like yeah. nothing. Or and even if you there's... take like an off road to go to a city, then it's like that's another twenty miles to get to that actual city because they're like, oh, well, it's close. Not not only that, but then you'll be at the city, but you won't see it. There's just trees, yeah. and then suddenly you'll you'll round a bend, and the city just fucking appears out of nowhere, <laughs> like an entire sprawling yeah. thing. You know, it's it's crazy. I want to say it was like Hartford or something we were in. I don't know, it, it, but it's just like, yeah, it just it pops up out of nowhere. It's just like there's a town, but the town is dominated by trees. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's how so things are. It's like, yeah, for our for our lakes in Florida, it's your towns. Like, um, I, I I went to Texas after living here like five years. I went to Texas last year, and Texas similar to Florida, you know, mostly flat, flat. long like fields of vision. Like I I got out of a building and looked down, and I could see how I could see like the Dallas Cowboys stadium from like super far away, and I was like. I don't remember the last time I could see that far, <laughs> like just physically, you know, like there weren't objects you know? in my way. Yeah, like that's a thought that crossed my mind. You know, uh, it's funny. Texas is very flat. Yeah, I've been to Texas. Never been to it's Texas. Very dry too. There's but I could go there in flight simulator. Go, go, go! Oh, that was, dude. Did you fly over like Buck State, the you know Ray Day Stadium and everything? Whoa! That one's I that. crazy. I did that. that. Did, you, did you go in the stadium? Because the drones that they use for the photogrammetry, you can go in the stadium and inside the stadium yeah. is modeled. Not only that, but they have advertisements for like Coke <laughs> yeah. and Pepsi and Ford and like hey, all the advertisements. Are, yeah, ads. there's like light advertisements all exactly where they are in real life. And you're yes. <laughs> It's it was crazy. really surprising to me because yeah, I was I flew out of Tampa and I was like, wait, where am I? Holy shit, it's it's a Buck Stadium, like right there, and it like looked like it, you know, like, it was like a yeah. spot on image. So. That would be one of my list is to just visit visit like a bunch of like huge structures, like stadiums. Yeah. Um, Even like here in Winston, we have I mean, it's nothing to write home about, but it's like a kind of large baseball stadium, like owned by BB and T banks and stuff, and it's like a the big stadium like in our area and. It's like right there. It looks exactly like it. Um, that's crazy, man. It's such a cool game. I want to go play yeah. it right now. <laughs> yeah, the, the other crazy thing is you can tell when you fly into Raymond James Stadium, you can tell exactly when the uh, photogrammetry, like when the pictures were taken. It was like during the like 20, I forget when we hosted, um, I think it was the Fiesta Bowl or something. Because you can see in the end zone, it's like LSU and... Um, uh, some other school, like gotcha. <laughs> the two schools who were playing for the Fiesta Bowl. I can't remember. I think that was like two or three years ago, if I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when the pictures were taken because you can still see their names in the end zone. That's funny. Yeah. Hmm. All right. It's pretty crazy. Um, I don't know. Did we? Did we even have a top five? <laughs> I don't know. Was there yeah. five there? Uh, go. Oh. Theme parks, big theme cities, parks? obelisks, uh, T-posing Jesus, and your house. Yeah, yeah that, that that sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> did, did we? Did I miss too anything? Too many options. There's too many too many choices. Yeah. Just just if you have a strong enough PC, go and yeah. play the game and go visit things. You know, if you don't have a strong enough PC, Google Earth. You know, is that's the next best thing. Sure. 
You can make all the airplane sounds yourself, you know. <laughs> oh man. All right. Uh you guys want to endorse some stuff? Yeah, let's do it. Um all right, should I go first? I am going to endorse a television program called Adam Ruins Everything. It is a like educational entertainment program uh about just like uh it's a comedian adam conover he kind of plays this like snarky nerd on this program who like takes delight in like oh i know all these facts about things and um uh the show is framed as like he's just being this annoying snobby nerd uh who's like going around and just like you know facts or whatever but it's 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 entertaining you can learn a lot about it um one of the most interesting things is like he'll take like a popular cultural um, myth or a like a commonly held cultural belief, mm-hmm. like oh like um, you know uh, when we proposed uh, like the very the, first episode the marriage one yeah the marriage one yeah that's one of the most popular ones is it's his very first episode he's like you know when a man proposes to a woman there's all these things like um you know it's tradition that we give rings with diamonds and it's you know it's this long tradition that goes back however many years no it fucking doesn't it goes back to like the early 1900s where like this diamond company just ran a bunch of advertisements and was like, Hey, when you marry a woman, you need to buy her diamonds, like buy these diamonds. And then they just like marketed diamonds aggressively. And then like everyone was just like, Oh, we got to get diamonds when we propose now. And then like, it doesn't go back that far that buying diamonds is not a long held tradition. Mm -hmm. But then like, also there's all these like myths of like, you know, how much, what do they say when you buy the diamond? Like, how much you spend on it? Is it, like, two two months' salary or something like that? Yeah. I, yeah. Um, yeah, that that's total bullshit. Like, yeah. all, all that all that just comes from the diamond company. They're like, oh, yeah, you should definitely spend two months of your salary on our diamonds. Anyway, uh, <laughs> a lot of the show is just cultural beliefs are just uh, corporate marketing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's kind um, of the scary thing you learn through that show is a lot, yeah. a lot of crap is controlled yeah. corporate marketing yeah but yeah. the night i know the nice thing about that show too is everything they they actually display things like resources um he has an entire research team that does this for him yep, yep. So, it's very well researched yeah so if you ever question you can even i think you can go onto twitter twitter and if you ever had a, like something if you ever wanted to like counter argue with them like on a fact you can do it via twitter and they'll check it out and they'll yeah they'll correct themselves if they're wrong yeah, it's very well researched. They yeah. cite their sources. My only issue is I've watched just a ton of this show recently yeah. because it's pandemic and there's just fucking nothing else to do except watch television uh, and play video games. Uh, uh, my only issue is with their football episode. He made a point about uh, the NFL playoffs um, and how they're essentially random. Um, and uh, I, so his his lead up argument is that the playoffs are a very small sample size. So, like, you have, you know, a 16-game NFL season where you play 16 games, and then in the playoffs, you're supposed to determine which team is best, um, but you're only playing one game as opposed to, you know, like, as opposed opposed to 16 games or even what baseball or hockey do, which is play a series of games. So, like, his argument was like, oh, the sample size is too small, so the outcome is random. Like, 
yes, the sample size is small, but the outcome isn't random. It, like, it gives you, it yeah. gives you, it's more prone to variance. It, yes, exactly. It is more prone to variance, but it yeah. is not random. And those are right. two very different things. Anyway, that was my only issue that I've watched in like 40 or 50, eh, maybe not that many. I've watched a lot of Adam Ruins everything. But Although, that was like, yeah. To be fair, you probably know that is something you know very intimately. Exactly. Co- compared uh, yeah. to the other things. You got like, because I got offended. Like, oh, well, I didn't get passion. offended. Well, no, but offended, no, but, but I, I mean, I just mean to say that because you know it so well, right. you were able to point exactly. out. When you're knowledgeable and passionate about a thing, because he did Adam Ruins video games, and I was like, oh, here we go. Like, I know a lot about video games. And no, the episode was very well researched. Yeah. He did, like, you know, violence in video games, and it, it, was, it was all very good. But his one thing with football, I'm like, yeah, no, competitive games aren't randomly, there isn't a random outcome. There's a high level of variance, but yeah. there's not random outcome. It's, yeah. it's, anyway. it's, it's skill, ra- yes. skill-based yes. randomness, I guess. <laughs> more often, more often than not, the better t- team will win, yes. It's like, why do you always have the same teams at the top, right? If, if that were, yes, if exactly, exactly. Random. Like, look at the New England Patriots. Like, that's, right. that's a statistical Consistent. anomaly that shouldn't happen if everyone is, you, Truly yeah, random, anyway, yeah. whatever. Anyway, Adam ruins everything. It's if good. If you really want to feel uncomfortable, though, watch the security episode. That one's... Oh, yeah. Make yeah, you yeah. Feel like, mm, yeah. That'll make mm. you really rethink your passwords. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it uh, some more watches. Yeah, I've definitely seen a couple of uh, clips from that, or maybe just links people have sent here and there, but I'm going to have to digest that show a little bit more. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's very good. Cool. Um, I am going to endorse something that's been on my list to endorse for a while because I kind of wanted to get into this a little earlier in the year and then I didn't really follow up on it, but now I definitely want to. And that is streaming on Twitch um, or I guess any other streaming service, but live streaming, something that uh, you enjoy doing. Uh I have always tried to like look for cool ways to do like content and create content uh, for something that I've been comfortable enough to do like on my own, like just turn on a camera and say hello to the world. Like it's a little bit um, anxiety inducing if you know, if you think about it, but even if you don't have anyone really following you or anything like that, like I, my favorite thing to do on Twitch honestly is to go like, if there's a game I'm playing, I don't want to go see, the ninja or the shroud or whatever top dude with 40,000 people watching him. Like, I'm not interested really. I want to go scroll all the way down to someone who has like one viewer watching and just see like, you know, what they're doing, just kind of have a chat and, and stuff like that. So, um, I don't know. I, I think that I am, I, I, it's, it's a weirdly way. It's a weird way to connect during this time with other people yeah, around the world. They'll more, yeah, they'll get more personal with you. It's more personal. You get to ask, like, you know, they'll ask you, like, how was your day? What do you do? You know, where are you from? Like, you get these personal conversations. I mean, it's like, I mean, it sounds terrible, but it's it's kind of like cam chatting with, like, people on, like, chat roulette or something. You just, like, randomly get paired with, like, another person. You know, like, that kind of thing. <laughs> but without the dick pics. Right. That's That's really... <laughs> That's the selling point, but it is. All right, Leo. Like, Leo, what? This guy's asking me some weird questions now. What's going on? So my is endorsement your... is is you know stream yourself on dickpics. What is? Don't do that. What is your personal Twitch page, Leo? Sorry, my Twitch that I'm trying to get off the ground here is Twitch.tv/slash Logical Insanity. 
you can find me on Twitter at Logical Insanity and on TikTok underscore Logical Insanity. And yeah, uh, that's that's what we do. Our yeah. our sister YouTube channels are Logical Insanity and Golden Days Elf for Leo and Justin, respectively. Yes, yes. So yeah, get out there and stream, people, and uh, let the people hear you. You connect with some folks from around the world. It's 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 pretty fun, but don't send them dick pics. Actually, the funny thing was that was kind of like into my endorsement was I was almost Ooh, reendorsing. Segue. Yeah, I was reendorsing like YouTube and stuff because honestly, that like I haven't even even I haven't even been watching shows. I've just been watching YouTube channels because like every day there's something new, and it's it's just. I have a friend that made fun of me for that, like. You know, he's very much like a cable watcher still. Yeah. Like he'll watch cable television or whatever that is now. But I, he was making fun of me because like that's what my thing. I'll just YouTube this channel. The, I'll, the notifications thing on YouTube. Every day I get a notification from like six or seven, you know, people I'm subscribed to, and I'm like, oh, cool, they uploaded something. Yeah. You know, and that's like that's my TV. Yeah, and like the thing is, is when you watch it. It also feels relatable because half the time they're if they're talking like if there's commentary you, you they're talking about recent things and things going on and they're and they're games. people yeah and they're like people and... right they're not Hollywood celebrities they're us they're you it's the you tube yeah and like <laughs> and, and on Twitch I've been branching out onto like like watching more of the people who are related to like the Vine Sauce community I've been watching more of them and just kind of learning new people and trying to I don't know get that yes. nice nice so, nice go out there go go watch some people and you know it's all not it's, it's some people i think often often misinterpret it as all being like nerd stuff video game stuff it's not all that no there's, there's plenty out there there's a lot of that yeah i mean it's mostly that but it's you know there's there that. is that's right the, that's the hot topic right now but <laughs> no you can really, find other stuff like my, my wife watches uh like weird videos of people like picking toes and doing weird stuff oh that and, sounds exactly like your wife yeah she, she likes watching it's that so shit, gross so, so gross but hey she, she's entertained by it I, I will say i will say i sometimes get lost in the videos of chiropractors just cracking people's bodies <laughs> like they turn the mic like way up and they're like okay yeah you've got a a, a, a nine spot on the on the spine factor or whatever and then and then like the whole thing asmr Kind of yeah, thing. it's it's you know, just like okay, I'm here. I'm just gonna right. try not to kill you as I as I break your neck. Right. He'll like he'll hold them like this. He's like, yeah, here, and we'll get ready, and we'll, and it'll just go like this, and it'll just be like, you know, it's like, oh my god. You're just waiting for the one where he does that, and the guy goes limp. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of addicting to watch. I will admit, that's that's the dangerous part about YouTubing. Like I call it YouTubing. Yeah. Like. You, I can explore YouTube for hours, but sometimes if you do that, you wind up in like the weird parts yeah. of YouTube. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like if yeah. you keep going like into the auto videos, it keeps yeah. going deeper and deeper. It goes deeper and deeper, and, and like, before you know subscribed, it, usually it'll it'll kind of keep playing the same people. But if you're not subscribed, it just kind of goes, all right, this is the next best video for you. You want to get. But like sometimes that. I get it, I get into like a flow state, you know, and I just start, I just start searching whatever comes to my mind. And that's where you find up in some weird, like, you know, it's like some random person toasting marshmallows or something. And you're just like, where am I right now? Yeah. You know, what am I doing? 
And then if you look in the comments and there's other people doing saying the same thing in the comments. Like, why are we watching <laughs> this video of a guy cooking? Oh my god, here. <laughs> yeah. Like, what is my life? Yeah. I've gone too far down the rabbit hole. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think I think that's it, right? Or, is that it? Do you want to endorse the podcast? Oh, shit. I probably should, huh? I endorsed everyone else's YouTube channels uh, and Twitch speaking channels. Speaking of YouTubes and streams. Speaking of YouTubes and Twitches, uh, we are on YouTube at Good Games Podcast. We are on Patreon at Good Games Cast. Our email address is goodgamescast at gmail.com. Send us dick pics. Don't do that. Um, send us. Oh, God, no. Don't, please don't. Please don't. Please, please don't. Um, uh, no, send us feedback. Send us. Um, hey, uh, here's something I've, I, I should probably do. Uh, I've heard other podcasters do this. Uh, rate us on whatever app that you're. Are we on? I can't remember if we're on iTunes. Yeah, we're on iTunes. We're on all rate of us. your favorite podcasts. Yeah, we're, hey, we're, whatever you're listening to us on. If you're on YouTube, give us a thumbs up and a subscribe and a bell. If you're on iTunes, give us five stars. If you're on Google, give us uh, what do they do? Five stars. Give us five stars. Give yeah, us five stars. General, give us, maybe. Give us some five star thumbs up. In general, bell. give us stuff. Yeah. Just give us. Yeah. Give if us. Give it. Give it. Give it. Give it. You gotta do five. Stars. Right. We have yeah. five all the way. All the way. This is a five-star podcast. Hell, come even on, come well, on, I would come say on. you know even come if on. you want to give us a dislike and a one star, I'll take that. What? Know? I'll all right, take all it. Right. You know what? Yeah, any kind of feedback. Tell us we suck. Anything. Yeah. yeah. Hear from the people. <laughs> Just knowing that someone's watching, even if they're right. watching a little bit. <laughs> even if it's a dick pic. Is anyone out there? Is anyone listening to this? <laughs> hey, I'm listening. Here's my dick pic. You know, like, that's oh. fine. Uh, we get, well, then we'll know. We're out the there. Email. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm afraid to look at our email right now. <laughs> oh, said it. I did. Uh, and I regret it. I regret everything. I'm, I regret out it there. all. I haven't read it all. This is terrible. Let's end this. <laughs> all right. Uh, our next show. Oh, by the way, uh, while we were waiting uh, for the show to begin, we Leo and I decided what our next episode is. It, our next episode is Monopoly and the top five worst fucking board games. Uh, because fuck Monopoly. Monopoly can go straight to hell. Uh, and we're just gonna uh, talk about why we hate Monopoly. Uh, that's gonna be our next episode. Um, yeah. So for it's, the good games, it's four ahead. o'clock in the morning, Grandma. You win. That's oh God, was that ever. was that game book? Yeah. Game oh my God, you took me back with that one. You took yeah. me all the way back. That's so accurate, though. Uh, no, it's true. I fuck Monopoly. All right, that should um, be fun. That should be a fun conversation. All right, all right, all right. Uh, for the Good Games Podcast, I'm James. I'm Leo. I'm Justin. Goodbye. See ya. Don't send any dick pics, please. <laughs> Goodbye, and fuck you, dick pics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, like, makes my brain go like, oh. Check it out. Check it out. Newman's here. Oh, okay. What's he say? Oh, here we go. Live call from Newman. This is it. Newman, Newman. You're on live with me and my buddy James and Justin. This oh, is... I'm, I'm so sorry. I'll call you another time. I was just... No, no, no. No, this... Yeah, recording you're it. meant this to perfect. be live. This is perfect. Okay. Okay. Um, this is a true test of your of your board game nerdum that I have talked up quite a bit to, to James. Sure. Okay.
I've told them basically okay. you are the the guy when it comes to board games. Like, uh, I'm not the guy, but I know some stuff. Okay. Well, I think you're the guy because I think you're great. All right. Now listen. Oh, I appreciate that. Now listen. Tell me what you know about Twilight Impor- Imperium. Twilight Imperium. Imperium. Which version? Oh, okay. So oh, that's it. That's right. it. That's you all you need to know. That's, that's all you needed that's all you need to, to say. Know. That's all you got to say. Yeah, fourth edition. Yeah, which is a couple of hours less. Twilight Imperium third edition um, typically typically takes anywhere between eight to twelve hours to play. Twilight Imperium also was the big founding game for fantasy flight games, and uh, and uh, oh, the, fantasy flight the guy game. who started fantasy flight games. Oh, that was his that. big staple item with fantasy flight and what helped them get bought up by Asmodee with America and Twilight Imperium 4th Edition. I believe this came out in 2018, um, which now takes only five to seven hours to play. Uh, it's a galactic game where you can, on the group, maybe. You, can, uh, you can have a Senate, you can fight people, you can trade, you can pass laws. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's a big game. Yeah, it's a huge game. Look, I, multiple races and stuff like that. And I don't know if Newman can hear me, but tell him he needs to uh, teach you how to play. Books. It's, a, it's a big game to learn and to play. So we, speak, do, we do need more players. So speaking of learning how to play, James is my buddy back in Florida, and he's basically saying that he wants to play it with me when I go down. But if if I can learn how to play with you, then that, that saves oh, me man, a lot of time. We'd have to get like Chris and a bunch of other people. It, it's not worth playing unless you have multiple people's because it's so big. Yeah, it sounds. Um, it sounds. That sounds a little unrealistic but we'll but maybe i'll just at least watch some videos or something but yeah i'd watch some youtube videos and yeah. you're still not gonna learn everything on how to play because there's so much to it yeah and then each race has got different benefits and there's certain races that don't mix well with other races and certain races that do mix well and also depends on the player strategy and what they're trying to do and then also you have these missions in the game and so you may be trying to do something but somebody else's mission is going to stop you from doing that so yeah um, it does sound yeah, fun it's a crazy big awesome complex game all right it's, Probably the mother load of 4X games. Bullet round, super quick. Top five favorite board games, go. Top five favorite, uh, Blood Rage, Nemesis. Um, crap, uh, I'd have to say uh, Risk, just for nostalgia reasons. I have 22 different copies of Risk. Wow. Um, <laughs> man, there's so many. I, I haven't thought about this in a long time. Uh, that I really love. I also love Mansions of Madness. That's a that's a top game yep. of all time. And I would say tied with Mansions of Madness. Second edition is Cthulhu, Death May Never Die. But then there's also Champions of Midgard. Um, there's a bunch of other Euro games. I really like the new Brass that came out, but that's a that's a hardcore game. Um, Reavers of Midgard is not. I mean, I, I, I can't there's answer a lot. that. Like, there's a lot. Bullet, bullet rounds. Okay. I think basically you and James are officially friends, and next time he comes up, I'll introduce you guys. You've passed, okay. you've passed the mean, test. He likes board games. Yeah, I think I, he was just the whole time he's nodding his head and, and smiling at all this. Okay. So good okay. job. Way, way to well, step get up, back man. To your call. I was just returning your call. Sorry, I, I missed your calls. I'm oh, actually uh, watching a show, and so uh, anyway, you guys have a good night, man. All right, I'll call you back after this. All right, buddy. Up? Bye. All right, see you. There you all go. Right.